Welcome to Expounded Universe, Season 4, Episode 13, Kiss My Wookie. The book, The Courtship of Princess Leia, by Dave Wolverton. The year, 1995, Chapters 25, 26, and 27. With your hosts, Jeff and John. Let's go. Hi, I'm the Herbs and Spices Kid. Take it down a notch, Han. If you leave Starbucks there, he's going to eat that millennial goose. Yeah. Hey, bees, hey, bees, hey, bees. Yo, baby, boop, bitches, I got it. <laughs> Welcome back to Expounded Universe. Ooh, baby. It's uh, it's the end. My, my only friend, the yeah. end. We've come to the end of another fascinating Expounded Universe Legends novel, The Courtship of Princess Leia. The last three chapters, because it turns out that this is 25, 26, and 27. You're getting an epilogue today, my friends. Ooh. I mean, <laughs> John's got so much yawn in him. Wanna, That's how exciting this is. I mean, one of the chapters, thankfully, is just like four pages long, so it's not exactly like we did a whole bunch of extra reading. No, no, I did very little extra reading. <laughs> Uh, but still, get excited for a bonus chapter, people. That's bonus what, that's chapter. What, that's what we're, we're giving it away to you. A whole boners chapter. Three. A whole chapter on boners, in which we will finally find out how many boners the Joker can make. <laughs> in Star Wars. In Star, He's there, you know. He is. He's <laughs> there. Mark Hamill. Yeah, that's true. Mark Hamill. Whoa. I oh, never put that together God. before. <laughs> this book stars the Joker. <laughs> And you say I can look at every image individually? <laughs> oh, how many times are we going to watch that Leonard Nimoy talking to a big beeping salt <laughs> infomercial, John? Uh, too many. Too many times. Of course I can understand you. I'm, I'm Leonard, Leonard Nimoy. Nimoy. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. Who would, who would be better qualified to understand you? <laughs> <laughs> a beeping salt? Well, I'm Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> You're only the fifth beeping salt I've met this week. <laughs> and you say you're here for Magnavox because, you know, the... Uh, <laughs> the I already <laughs> talked to Sony's beeping salt. Tell them no deal unless they raise the rate. <laughs> I was trying to think of any other 70s technology, and I was coming up blank. <laughs> uh... Anyhow, this week we are discussing The Courtship of Princess Leia, the end. <laughs> the, the end, we're done. We're, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Hey, whatever. That was a 90-minute system mastery we just put out. Yeah, man, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Just go listen to that. Go listen to that again. <laughs> and, and pretend we're talking about Star Wars. Uh, it's close enough. It's a Palladium game. Yeah. Those are basically the same thing. Why not? Anyway, <laughs> at, the, at the beginning of Chapter 25, it turns out we were wrong at the end of Chapter 24 uh, because Gethzerion does not have Luke in her possession. Yeah, apparently she was like, I'm going to fuck your shit up. And then did not. Oh, I'm just gonna leave. Yeah. Then she oh, just done. She just left. I, I don't know why. I mean, we've established a lot about Gethzerion in the past couple of weeks of episodes. We know a lot about her that we did not know at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, she's from Florida. Her love of Virginia Slims. Her lo- yeah. <laughs> and of Slim Jims. <laughs> and of Slim guys named Jim. <laughs> and of Slim Jimming open cars to steal them. <laughs> To buy more Slim Jims. Uh, She's the kind of person that would go to, to 7-Eleven, buy a Slim Jim, and microwave it in the 7-Eleven. Yeah. As a hot meal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 Gethzerion. That's who Gethzerion's she is. Gethzerion's the type of person that would throw a live alligator at someone in a Wendy's drive-thru if they got their order wrong. <laughs> Gethzerion doesn't need a lightsaber because she has a frozen fish. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cassarion uh, could also escape from the planet if she could just get her riding mower working again. <laughs> she could just get this going again. She works on it every day, covered in grease. <laughs> it's out in her yard. <laughs> Up on blocks. <laughs> Immediately adjacent to an upturned refrigerator full of mosquito larvae. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's Cassarion. So presumably she just ditched Luke to leave because it was meth o'clock. Yeah, she's like, oh, look at the time. <laughs> and just has a thing on her wrist that says meth. Yeah. She's like, whoa, can't read the thing on my wrist that says meth. It must be half past the shake so 30. Looks like I need my fix. Uh, so, yeah, Luke just sort of gets left to bleed out, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Classic villain mis- mistake. Yeah. A classic villain boner, if you will. <laughs> That's what Gethzerian is about. Mm-hmm. She is about those classic villain boners. The villain boners of old. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Sheev, he's got that villain boner of old. <laughs> well, the rest of me is, but that part's still young and virile, sweetie. <laughs> ah, that part's a transplant. <laughs> I've got the boner of a 20-year-old. Uh, Dash Rendar's brother, actually. <laughs> uh, sigh. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, anyhow, Luke just sort of wakes up on the battlefield. Yeah, but this is a very short chapter where Luke attains Jedi ascendance, basically. Yeah, he kind of levels up. So he wakes up in the dirt, and he's all of a sudden he's like, whoa, the Force is in... It's very much the description of someone who's getting high for the first time. Yeah, he's it's like, it's the very first like weed conversation you ever had with someone where they're like, oh my god, I never realized... We're all connected. And you're like, yeah, I get it. It's your first time being high. The universe is a giant sphere. We're all connected. They Trees call, are alive. They call them fingers, but you never see them fing. Yeah, we, we get it. You're having one of those moments. It's <laughs> fine. Can we just speed through this so we can get to the point where we get pizza? <laughs> That's <laughs> when you need that emergency, Danny. <laughs> Look, dude, you're, you've gone way too transcendental on your first time. We need emergency Denny's to bring you down. You're going to need to gruffle this one out. <laughs> you need a Grand Slamwich stat. My dude, you, you need a sampler platter, platter of just fried things that are brown. <laughs> Can I get that $9 Play-Doh brown, please? Thank you. Extra. And plenty of ranch, please. <laughs> Whoa, they call it ranch, but no one raises cows in it. Oh, there they go. (laughs) Wait a minute. And then he just puts a little toy cow in the bucket of ranch. That's good. I was I was very anxious for a second oh, there. Okay, I'm I'm good now, guys. <laughs> I'm fine. I thought I was gonna need emergency Denny's Denny's. <laughs> uh the emergency Denny's Denny's is just Waffle House. <laughs> it's just an ever reducing quality chain of restaurants. <laughs> Yeah, you just keep going down the line of shitty diners. <laughs> Why do we have friendlies? Oh, it was real bad. You, oh, know? you got real bad. <laughs> do you want bath salts? There's no other excuse for, for you to be at this Arby's. <laughs> this isn't even a diner anymore. God damn. You're just at an Arby's. You're just behind an Arby's. <laughs> You've just jumped into the dumpster of an Arby's. <laughs> Yelled something about eating face, but that roast beef would work. <laughs> Where were we? Oh, yeah, Luke. Oh, yeah, Luke has gotten to the point where he's like, the Force, the Force is, it's everywhere. I was so worried about the Force being a thing that I use, but the Force is so immense. And then he just starts, like, tripping balls, and he's like, there's a worm, 
and the worm is beneath me, and he's the force. And then there's a, there's a lizard, and he breathes out, and it's a cloud of force. Yeah, and okay, buddy. A, You're right. There's a dinosaur, and he's <laughs> he's miles away, and he looks up, and he's like, you're my friend. Yeah, you're writing the great works of Peter, Paul, and Mary. Come on. <laughs> this dinosaur is my friend, even though he's not nearby. Wow. Also, a lizard is breathing the force on me. Oh, no. <laughs> so everything turns all light blue, and he looks at a lizard breathe the cloud of force at him, and he off in the distance, one of the great blue desert people from a previous bonus content uh, looks up and goes, yes, my dude. Yes. <laughs> yes, my dude, it is Wednesday. <laughs> yes, my dude, Starship Troopers is every bit as good as you think it is. <laughs> it is. It is. It's really good. It's real fucking good. You should watch it right now, Luke. <laughs> All of this in the book. <laughs> it's a great stoner afternoon Saturday. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Luke just sort of goes into a force healing coma mm-hmm. at this point. Like... He realizes that all the universe is force and forces all the universe and we are all connected in a great wheel. And the wheel is all connected in a great us. He enters that tautology phase of being too high. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> so high, he's he's nearing what it's like to read a Phil Brucatus Satiro's book. <laughs> so he's like, Do I use the force or does the force use me? Twiddly D! <laughs> the fairies have come. Kalu Kalay! <laughs> <laughs> Jenna Moran wrote this chapter. <laughs> also known as the Hollyhock chapter. <laughs> also known as the Oleander Experience. <sighs> oh my god. Yeah, so it's this is the super short chapter. It's just Luke freaks out a little on forced drugs and then starts to heal. Yeah. Eventually we uh we revisit him. He's being dragged along by by uh, night by by good guys. Yeah, cuz uh Han is on his way to go give himself up. Yeah. But he sees Luke being carried by peasants. Mm-hmm. This is good. It's good that they it's are peasants. Good. There's definitely some peasants here. They they're chanting about Brave Sir Robin. <laughs> so I assume just men folk are carrying Luke up the hill. Mhm. And Han's like, "Oh fuck me in the ass. What happened here?" Yeah. So he has to go over and investigate. And he's like, uh, hey, he doesn't want to quite tell Luke what he's up to. He's like, hey, Luke, what's going on? I got to I gotta go, but uh, I'm I glad gotta, you're alive. I got to do a thing. And Luke just like is dead, but then snaps open his eyes and he's just like, Han, Han Mabuki. <laughs> Han Mabuki. <laughs> I want 20 on Philly to win. <laughs> Put it down. Put it down, my bookie. <laughs> Han, Han, I I need a moons over my hammy. Han, <laughs> Han, take me to the Denny's. I've seen too much. I need a milkshake with a little extra in the tin. <laughs> they stopped doing that years ago, Luke. No! <laughs> and that's how Luke fell to the dark side. Well, at least I need three pancake puppies then. <laughs> I need unlimited pancakes for $4. <laughs> And then the waiter never visits me again. I, I get a stack of three, and then I'm just done, apparently. <laughs> so, okay, so they have a brief conversation, but Han is unwilling to reveal what he's on about. Uh, at the end of the last chapter, we established that he's going to go turn himself into Gethsarion. Yeah, because they're killing off prisoners and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Luke is being dragged up into the into the building, and eventually he ga- regains the use of his legs and kind of his personal drive and just goes charging up the building to find everyone and see what's going on. Yeah, we uh, we get him 
and Leia meet up and Leia wants to like they're they're fixing the fucking Falcon and Leia's like, look, we're gonna we're gonna get the fuck out of here and uh we're gonna pay attention to the fucking podcast instead of our phone, Jeff. I, I, I think we just hit 1990 on the. I don't give a fuck what we just hit. We're doing a podcast. Put your fucking phone away. <laughs> but, but I'm so excited. I don't give a fuck what you are. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I'll drop my phone loosely onto the ground. Loose phones dropping everywhere. You're distracting me. Every- I want to apologize to the audience. <laughs> I want to apologize. To our patrons? It wasn't me, John. My phone sent me an evil message from Chunky Fella. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Chunky Fella stocks the Denny's. <laughs> That's why we mentioned Emergency Denny's too much. Too much. You mention it three times, and then Chunky Fella appears. I'd and like he's like, to, yo, one of you guys talking about pancakes? I'd like to build my own Grand Slam. Ah! I'll have the two pancakes, the two pancakes, the two pancakes, and the two pancakes. <laughs> Uh, you know, you could just have unlimited pancakes and it costs less than this. I will devour your soul. Yeah, all right. That's $2 extra. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm only a Denny's waitress. My soul is probably only $2 The extra. important thing is I want you to bring me eight pancakes at this time and not three pancakes with the sort of flaccid promise of more pancakes to be brought later. <laughs> ah, the flaccid promise of more pancakes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the sequel to The Unbearable Lightness of Being. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Uh, Good. So anyway, Leia is trying to be like, oh, Luke, we're going to put you into the the Falcon and we're going to get the fuck out of here. And And he's like, no, Han's going to die. Han's Han's turning himself into the Gatharion and we all think he's going to die. But it's okay because I love him again. It looks like, no, you don't understand. The worms. You don't understand. I'm all connected. I need you to wake me up in half an hour, and when you wake me up, I need to have a donut ready. (laughs) I just need to take a quick stone nap, and then my dude, this party starts. Now, this sounds like a great stoner joke, but it's actually three hours, and it's actually in the book. He's like, wake me up in three hours. and and Wake me up when September ends. Well, he's like, when are they going to execute Luke? Well, uh, at this point, everyone knows what's going on with the Empire and and the Night Witches, and so they know that... The uh, Empire is sending down two shuttles to pick up Han and give the other night shuttle, uh, the other shuttle to the Night Sisters. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, "When's that going to happen? In three hours. Wake me up in three hours. Okay, I, 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 I will. <laughs> no, you won't. You're lying. You fuck. <laughs> like Han or Luke, Luke gets real." real weird <laughs> like this whole chapter like every single one of these last chapters is luke just going like i've seen too much now i've i've gone off the deep end yeah he's just too forced out but it, it, he's basically completely disbelieving that she's willing to wake him up in three hours i want to know why he doesn't ask you know r2 to do this well i mean at least eventually Isolder shows up and he's like oh no this dude's a crazy wizard you got to wake him up in three hours yeah he's <laughs> But Leia knows he's a crazy wizard. Yeah, but Leia's like, oh, you're my injured brother, and I don't want to do... I want you to heal. And Isolder's like, dude, don't. If you don't wake him up in three hours, he's going to get real cranky. Also, he's clearly too stoned on force to just set his fucking watch. (laughs) Wait a minute, why does his watch just say meth? (laughs) (laughs) It's half past Jake's 030, Leia. (laughs) You were supposed to wake me at quarter two. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, the... uh, the whole thing is Leia is supposed to wake him up and 
eventually his intense force nonsense convinces her like, all right, you know what? Sure. I'll, I'll fucking wake you up in three hours. Great. And then he's just like, sweet, and fucking passes out. Mm-hmm. So uh, there we go. That's the end of him. Now, uh, interestingly, Tenennial is almost completely gone at this point in the book. She's going to show up a little later in this chapter, I think, but... It, well, it, it's uh, it's the conversation that Isolder is going to have with her. Yeah, that's the one spot. Uh, but what happens immediately after he falls asleep? Do we cut to Han? Yeah, we cut to Han okay, over being brought to Getzerion. He's in a fucking, like, the hover car. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a dozen witches with him. He's it's like, a big car. What? Why? Why are there a dozen witches here? We roll deep. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> When we roll, we roll hard. <laughs> we roll deep. We've reserved the back room at the emergency Denny's. <laughs> you know the one that they normally host the AA meetings at? Yeah, that That's one. where we're going. <laughs> and you wonder why it's even there at first, because you're like, I. it takes you a second to think of the AA meetings, and you're like, yeah, because you're like, wait a minute, is are people having like a wedding bowl? receptions here? <laughs> what is going on here? And you're like, oh, yeah, drunk people. That's, I get no, it. No, I get it. It's for AA and NA. I get it. It's fine. Yeah. But your first thought, when you see the room back there, you're like, what the? Are people actually hasting their, having their weddings and shit here? Is someone having a business meeting at the yeah. Denny's? What's is, happening? Is that nonsense for quinceañeras? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How pissed off would you be if you were having like a sweet 16 or something? Like, we're going to the Denny's. And it was all done as a surprise. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, it's time for my bat mitzvah, and here we are at the Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, we've gone all out for your, your bat mitzvah. Every single person at the party can have a super bird. <laughs> And we hired this guy in a turkey costume. He's the super bird. <laughs> oh, and look, you're flipping me the super bird. <laughs> it's the regular bird, but he put a little cape on his finger. <laughs> uh, anyway, Han is all excited because as soon as he gets to Gethzerion, his plan is to pull the pin on a thermal detonator that he has. His, his little buckle detonator that is in his pants. That's what I've always called my willy as well. The, my my buckle My little bald button decanator, de- decorator. But my little button deconator that's right <laughs> that's what i've always called it nothing else <laughs> my little button deconator <laughs> trust me it sounds way more impressive when i say it right trust me when the lights are down low and fucking barry white is playing mm-hmm. and i'm like baby i'm about to give you the little button deconator Ooh, it's real good <laughs> oh, i'm sorry john my my uh, vocal <laughs> performance is all screwed up because i'm so worked up right now <sighs> yeah maybe i'll just calm down a little How maybe about maybe you should just just calm down i'll tell you what you know what always calms me down is checking our patreon total on my cell phone <laughs> I, i'm gonna steal your phone <laughs> You'll have to get real near my feet for that, because that's where I dropped it. Real near my feet. (laughs) Now make movies about them. (laughs) Where are we going? Quentin Tarantino? Well, Quentin Tarantino stuff. Yeah, okay. All right. So he he gets to the base, and the uh, (laughs) Gazarion just isn't meeting him. He's like, come on. It's like four hours. Oh, yeah. He's just sitting around just going like, on board i want to blow you up dab <laughs> dab i've got a detonator in my pants so he's just hanging around with like a dozen night witches who are just sort of hanging around and cackling john i have a question for you about night witches do you think they pick their new evil names when they turn into night witches or is it just coincidental i assume i assume that you get to pick a new name when you become a night witch because the only ones we've heard the names of so far are, you know there's, there's been like baruka 
which is bad in a little bit. It's kind of like a Veruca Salt kind of thing. But there's also been Ocheron and Gethzerion. Yeah. Now, those are definitely some evil names. And Gethzerion is Ogwin's sister. Yeah. Like, those people, that's... I mean, when you're having a kid and you're like, ooh, you're going to be Ogwin, you're going to be Gethzerion. Yeah. Do you want her to be evil? That's kind of like, uh, I remember uh, Ralph Bakshi's wizard where one of them was named like Paladin and the other one was named like the Necromancer. <laughs> yeah. They're like, <laughs> oh, why would you name your children this? Oh, my adorable little boy, the Necromancer. You have to say the the. <laughs> I forget what his name actually was. It was something like Necro Wolf or something. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was Death Wolf or Necro Wolf or something like that. I also can't remember what the little wizard guy's name was. So it's been a while since I've seen that movie for good reason. For very good reason. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Yeah. Fat little George Carlin with a gun. <laughs> That's my... My biggest fear. <laughs> it's another thing I also call my penis from time to time. <laughs> the fat little George Carlin with a gun. Yeah, either that or the little button deconator. <laughs> you can never tell. It's always a surprise here. <laughs> I like to keep them guessing when it comes to my genitalia. <laughs> Which one is it going to be this week? <laughs> what, what are you bringing to me now? <laughs> the super bird? Oh, great. That's oh, a new one. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I will not call it the emergency Denny's Denny's. <laughs> Baby, we're about to try the Denver Scramble. Okay, no, we're not. We're not doing that. Oh, the Denver Scramble is one of my favorite parts of the game where you take Denny's menu items and pretend that they're sex moves. Yeah. It's that one in the good. Senior Slam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Man, are we just hungry? Is that why we're doing this? Uh, this is a pretty hungry episode so far, yeah. Yeah, Jesus. Okay, so... Han has to sit around forever, and he's like, you know, I've basically given up. Like, I'm not even scared to death anymore. I just, I'm ready. I just wish Gethzerion would show up so I don't have to sit here for fucking hours. I think that might be why we're so loose and, and unfocused right now, is because the climax of this book features Han sitting around for four hours waiting for shit. Yeah, fucking the last three chapters of this book are just like, wait a minute, this is supposed to be the big end, mm-hmm. and there's maybe like... Five to ten pages total of the last three chapters where you're like, ooh, this is fun. And the rest of it is just kind of like, and then Luke was asleep and Han was waiting around. And you're like, why? Why did you wait until the end of the book to do this? Yeah. The other thing I find amazing about this is that Han has announced his intent to commit suicide, grabbed a thermal detonator, and stomped off towards oblivion. And this fails to rouse Chewbacca from his complete slumber in the book. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Chewbacca has zero opinion about this plan. Well, yeah. I mean, when he announced it uh, last week, he was just like, Chewie, I'm going to go kill myself. And Chewie was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I'm Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> well, obviously, I'm Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> of, co- of course I can understand you. I'm Chewbacca. And, <sighs> yeah. So the, the shuttles do come down. We get a whole bunch of stormtroopers show up, and Han's still just like, I can't blow it yet. I'd kill a bunch of stormtroopers, but that's garbage. I want to get Gethzerion. Like, that's the whole point of doing this. And that's when our tertiary evil villain of the book comes striding down from the shuttle, General Melvar. Melvar and his platinum fingernails. So Melvar's a razor girl from the Neuromancer series, apparently, because he has metal fingernails. Yeah, platinum fingernails that he immediately is like, Ooh, Han, I'm, I'm the great Zinja's torturer. Ooh, and then let me show you what I can do. And he just like 
pokes a finger into a nerve cr- cluster, and Han's like, ow, let's motherfucker. About, let's talk about this nerve cluster you were about to talk Ooh, about. that nerve cluster. It's what you can get at the Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> Denny's has a great nerve cluster. Is the cluster like the leftovers after you make Uncrustables? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the factory that makes Uncrustables has a lot of nerve clusters left over. <laughs> they sell them in submarket stores. Uh, I want Uncrustables. Sorry, sweetie, you're getting pig nerve crusters. <laughs> oh, pig nerve crusters. It's just Hi, the- I'm pig nerve crusters. <laughs> I play minor league baseball. <laughs> I'm a second baseman. <laughs> Along with my third baseman, Spoops Magoops. <laughs> yep, all us here in the minor leagues have the worst names you've heard of. <laughs> Four of us are named Catfish. <laughs> One of them is. <laughs> One of them is named Catfish. <laughs> One of them is a catfish. And he's Catfish and the other three. And his name is Peter. <laughs> Who knew? Wow. I'm sorry, folks. It's uh, it's a real goofy day here. Sorry. Okay. So General Melvar, that's with three L's because I know how to spell Melvar. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I know how to spell Melvar. <laughs> He comes out, he's just like, ooh, I can't wait to torture you, Han Solo. I have a rich, interesting back. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, oh. Ah, shit. <laughs> well, that's the end for me, then. <laughs> it's such a promise of a, of a pointless new centibite of, a, of an Imperial character. Oh, yeah. I, I don't, don't even, even get a guy who shows up who's an Imperial torturer, has metal for fingle, fingernails. Fingle nails. For fingle nails. For fing- he for has fingle nails. You <laughs> <laughs> with them to eat his cluster. <laughs> I want a questo. God damn it. He also has metal for his little button decanator, so don't worry about it. This is getting real off the rails. We're a little out of hand here. Sorry, everybody. We should have eaten first. God damn. This needs to come with a warning. Uh, So... Uh, eventually, Gethzerion finally does come to show him off. And he's like, oh, good. I can probably blow up, like, definitely a bunch of Night Sisters, Gethzerion, Melvar. I might even damage the shuttles. This is great. This mm-hmm. is my time to shine. And he's like, what up, you fuckers? It's Detonator O'Clock. And then nothing happens. And Gethzerion's like, what are you, fucking stupid? We have the Force. We knew you had a Detonator in you since we picked you up. And we turned it off. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they broke it. They just noticed that he had a grenade on him and broke it. Presumably because the Imperials also have thermal detonators, so they, he's, they've been very familiar with them for a very long time. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, no. Aww. No, you're not allowed to have that. And Han's like, oh, my plan was dumb. Oh, I'm a big dumb idiot. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, I'll tell you what. I won't blow you up with this broken thermal detonator if you can convince Leia to marry me. <laughs> And at at that point, Gessirian's like, all right, you're a big dumb idiot. Melvar, snap, you're dead. Yeah. Uh, you don't get to have anything more. No more Melvar business in this book. I'm sorry. <laughs> she just murders him. First, she's nice to him for like a split second. She's like, here, have the broken thermal detonator. It still has explosive material in it. And he's like, ah, thank you. And she's like, yeah, you're not going to let me off planet, are you? And he's like, no. Oh, we are going to take me. Oh, oh no, I'm dead. I have such sights to show. Yeah. It just gets murdered. And then she murders all the stormtroopers that were with him, and Han's like, oh, obviously they didn't want to fly up to all those uh, Star Destroyers that are up there in an unshielded shuttle. Of course they were going to kill this general idiot and just take his shielded one. Yeah. And he was waiting. He was like, oh, but 
you know, there's got to be gunners in there. Why mm-hmm. aren't the guns firing? You're like, oh, again, I'm an idiot. They have the force. They yeah. can just do whatever the fuck they want. They just murdered everyone on the shuttle, didn't they? Yeah. And then she just floats him around as like, oh, Han, do you know how many bones are in an adult body? 206? Uh, well, if you do... Uh, you're about to have three times as many because I'm going to break them. You're like, that doesn't give you extra bones. I just have the same amount of bones, but now they're broken. Uh, 618? <laughs> uh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Quit quit being a know-it-all. <laughs> uh, nobody likes a know-it-all, Han. You would be the only person on the planet Florida who knew that. <laughs> yes, even the doctors. <laughs> Especially the doctors. <laughs> A uh, lot, this, I reckon. <laughs> this one's just an alligator in a top hat. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this one's a palmetto bug. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Big enough to have graffiti on him. <laughs> All right, uh, okay. So she breaks Han's leg and it's like, ooh, ooh, I'm going to fuck your shit up, Han. And, and then he's looking out in the distance. He's like, ooh, wait a minute. I think, I think a ship's coming in. I got a distractor. And... He picks as a distraction, oh, I hope you aren't going to also break my teeth. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely doing that. Just like breaks one of his molars. And he goes, why am I still the biggest idiot ever? Why did I say this? Yeah, you should have been like, you know what? I've always had a problem with my tiny useless toe. Please don't break my that pointless toe I have. Just I picks- did not think you were going to say toe. <laughs> <laughs> My tiny, useless decanator. <laughs> My tiny, useless decanator. Please don't destroy it. It failed to destroy you. Now you should do the same. Ugh. So, yeah, while she is destroying his molars one by one, in comes the Millennium Falcon and fucking blows everything up. Jesus Christ, what the shit? Yeah, it blows up a bunch of Night Sisters and the spare shuttle and almost takes Gethzerion's head off, but she dodges. Yeah. Like, straight just shooting them blasters with pinpoint accuracy, dodging all of the turret defense systems on the prison, and Han looks at it and he's like, who the fuck is flying that? It's gotta be a soldier, because, Jesus, I don't think I can even fly that good. Mm-hmm. And after it blows a bunch of night witches around, and the, uh, Gazarion immediately responds by just leaping into the shuttle and blowing the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. She's like, all right, well, fuck this. We've had enough fun. Anyway, I'm out. Yeah. Han is just standing there on a leg broken in three places. Yeah. And he just kind of crawls away like a sad little man. Yeah. Uh, but Gazarion's like, nope, I be- discretion's a better part of Valor. I do not want to be a part of whatever the fuck's going on with the Falcon. <laughs> the whole Goodbye. point of this was for me to get off planet. Fuck it. I'm not going to fight a spaceship. Just so I can break bones. I don't care. Yeah. So she leaves. The Falcon la- uh, lands enough for Han to get on board, and it's not Isolder flying it, because Isolder's the one who picks up Han at the gate. Yeah. Like, they they drop down, the ramp opens, and Isolder and Leia basically come out and carry him in. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the fuck is going on here? And Luke is like strapped into the controls because he's still basically half dead, Mm -hmm. but he's just force piloting and shooting the guns with the force. He's operating both the turrets and flying the ship all with the force. Yeah. At this point, Luke has gone like full force wizard. He's Mm -hmm. just like, nah, fuck it. I do anything I want. Yeah. He's just, he's gone full quadratic. Yeah, his eyes have now turned completely white, and he's just like, I am the Force. My favorite part of this, by the way, Mm -hmm. is when we first got that chapter where it was like, 
Luke going, oh my God, it's everything. Life is the force and, and I'm part of the force and, and it's all just around me and we're all connected and oh yeah, I understand the light side. And he's like, oh, what are you going to do when you wake up? Oh, I'm going to murder the fuck out of so many people. You don't even understand. <laughs> I'm just going to shoot missiles at bitches. I'm going to shoot lasers at people. One of the things you start noticing when you're reading through this book is that Wolverton is very, very graphic in the violence. Where in Star Wars, the movies, when Han would, or when Luke would cut people up with a lightsaber, they just fall over. Oh, yeah. They just go, uh, and yeah. spin. But in this, it's a whole lot of heads getting lopped off and titties flying every which way. And... <laughs> Titties flying every which way. But loose. <laughs> and uh, Well, no, not with Gethsirion. Gethsirion, <laughs> it's always loose. <laughs> I keep them rolled and pretty. <laughs> uh, like a scarf around my neck. <laughs> like a thin skirt steak surrounding some t- delicious broccoli cream. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they get in there. Han comes up, and Luke continues to be ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Luke's just like, no, don't even touch the guns. I am doing everything at once. Do not do a goddamn thing. You just stand there and let the Force handle this problem, baby. And it turns out that because of the way the uh, the night cloak or whatever works, mm-hmm. uh, no signals really come through except for, like, radio signals. Mm-hmm. So as long as the Falcon is radio silent, they're invisible, which is why they could fly out here and not get shot down by, like, 37 the, different Star Destroyers. Yeah, the 40-plus the Star Destroyers that are currently in orbit can't see them, but they also can't be seen. But R2-D2 was pretty pretty canny and got a count of how many are up there before the night cloak went up. Yeah. So he's he has a pretty good idea. Well, of also, they don't care. They're still using radio transmissions. Yes, so they're pretty obvious. But Luke's plan now is, I have to shoot down these night witches. But they try a few times. Nothing really works. That's got heavy shields. Mm-hmm. So instead, he's like, oh, I know what I'm going to do. Let's put the radio on full blast. I got to crank some fucking Motley crew. <laughs> <laughs> he turns the radio on full blast, and it's that Don Henley Boys of Summer song. <laughs> he Except turns the radio that, on it's... full blast, and the boys are back in town, baby. <laughs> it's that horrible Atari's cover of, of Boys of Summer. Oh, no. <laughs> Saw a black flag Flag, sticker on a Cadillac. Black flag sticker. Fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying black flag flag is a better band than uh, let that one pass. (laughs) I'm letting it pass. Thank you. (laughs) I'm not saying black black flag is a worse band than the Grateful Dead. I mean, I mean, I am. I'm I'm not. I I think that the black flag might be better than the Grateful Dead. I mean, have you ever listened to any uh, Grateful Dead song that isn't Touch of uh, Touch of Grey? No, but I've also never listened to any black flag song. So (laughs) there you go. (laughs) Fair enough. Okay, uh, so yeah, there you have it. Uh, so they, they, they turn the radio, radio on full blast, basically just to get the attention of them. They momentarily break uh, the shield cover, mm-hmm. and they're like, ah, here we go. That's all I needed to do was just announce to the Star Destroyers that we were a-coming, and now I'm going to leave. Yeah. Like, turns the radio back off, goes back down into the night cover, and as they're going down, they see the fucking Star Destroyers just blow the fuck out of this transport yeah now the transport presumably has all of the night sisters on it well i mean at least the ones that were right there when gazarion took off yeah there's probably a few running around down below but i guess her idea was to take as many as she could out on the shuttle well she did sort of get uh rushed along because of the fucking millennium falcon so it was just 
she had sent some in there to start with, and then she jumped in there, so I assume it's whoever was directly nearby the shuttle. Yeah, but Gessarion's death is pretty much anticlimactic. It's just obvious what happens. Yeah. Luke draws attention to her, and the Star Destroyers just pick her off. Yep. So then when they go back into the darkness, they're like, all right, we got to find you know, uh, a hole in their formation. We got to get out of here. And Luke, of course, is like, no, no the go, worms. You go fuck yourself. There are worms on this planet and and trees. I mean, he's more or less right. They've made a lot of friends on the planet, and the planet will be absolute zero degrees in like three days. Yeah. So he's just like, nope, I got to I gotta blow up this thing because if I don't, then all of these things on there will die. And even if the people survive, all the worms will die. And I can't let that happen because I'm very high right now. Yeah, absolutely. We can't let those waffle worms die because we need them to live so we can turn them into leather products after we kill them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's the circle of life. The woofas. <laughs> Woohoo! And Han's like, I don't want to do that. That's insane. We can't do that. But I'll tell you what. I'll let you fly and destroy the night cloak if you can convince Leia to marry me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn it. <laughs> Leia at this point has essentially convinced herself. Yes, as she's, well. she's come around. She she told Luke as much before they went to pick up Han. She's like, yeah. but I love him now. Oh no! Also, at this point, Isolder more or less has convinced himself that he's going to take Tenennial with him. Uh, he's like, yeah, I'm marrying this lady. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think there was a scene before this where yeah. Tenennial and him are just like, hey. uh... I'm leaving, so what's going to happen when you leave? What's going to happen to me? I don't know. I guess I'll think about you. Huh. Yeah, that's no good. Why don't you instead marry me? And he's like, that would be really weird politically. And he's oh. like, he's like, well, I could take you with me, and you could just go to any one of those plants you want. And she's like, yeah, it's not good enough, because I would prefer that you marry me. How about you don't? And he's he's like, yeah, that doesn't even make the first bit of sense. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm kissing you. And he's like, oh, okay, I want to marry you now. And that's pretty much how it goes. Oh, yeah, she's like... Look, you love me. I know you do. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. And oh, like, God. the part where she tells him that is so weird because she's like, "Oh, one of the powers that the night w- or that the witches of Dathomir have is that we can tell when someone's in love with us if we are in love with them." Uh, no, it great. Isn't. Yeah, it's not. You you have one of those little flappy paper things that eight year olds make. <laughs> and- you have one of, one of those little machines that you you grip and it tells you what kind of lover you are, and it's like, "Ooh, I'm it super red hot. I'm a spicy enchilada. Oh, that means I got to marry Salter." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, enchilada. See, which more food? We're, we're hungry. I'm sorry. This is a hungry episode. Hungry app. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so yeah, they uh, they're gonna apparently get married. Is their plan? I guess. And he's like, "Yeah, fuck it. I don't give a shit." Yeah. Uh, so they blow up the uh, the night the orbital night shield. They uh, Luke takes out a few of them, and it starts a chain reaction that destroys them all. Yeah. Now. The shield gets dropped. Oh, boy. We can see everything. It's too late. We've seen it all. Mm -hmm. And there in the sky is a giant battle happening right now because it's the Hapens. Hapies, Hapies, Hapies. They showed up early. Yeah. In a clear violation of Hape law, the Hapens have arrived a couple days early because they pretty much just went through hyperspace like idiots. Well, they we find out when he sold her contacts his uh his old bodyguard oh yeah captain astarta makes a, a, a reappearance on the book yeah and she's like hey uh when we left after you guys went down to the planet uh i sent luke's astrogation path to the hapes group 
exactly what I was saying should happen, but it was. But I think we thought at the time that it was probably impossible because his astrogation path was too complicated. Well, his astrogation path was, I sense there's going to be a meteor in front of me, go to the left, and I don't know how that works if you're just like, yeah, sure, fuck it, let's do that too. I don't know how normal astrogation paths work in that situation then, because meteors are pretty much constantly on the move. Well, that's why it takes so long, is you're like, well, we have to go through areas of space that we know don't have shit in it. Oh, so, yeah, except that there's always shit in space, but whatever, anyway. Yeah, I'm always shitting in space. Mm-hmm. Constantly. That's, that's what we do. We, shit on space. Here we are, we poop in space. <laughs> Born to be kings. Uh, We're the poopers in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, they show up early because of that, and so there, there's a giant fight. Interestingly, the Hapen battle dragons that arrive are disgorging steel balls everywhere. <laughs> yep. And those balls stop people from leaving. I think we mentioned this we in did, a We did, when I talked uh, about interdictors. These are called pulse mass generators, and they're one of the variations on interdiction fields. Yeah, so it just means that no one can jump to hyperspace. The Hapens are just going... Look, either we are going to win or die. Fuck it, everyone is going down. Ride or die, East Solder. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and there's a shitload of Hapen Battle Dragons flying around out here. So it's a really big, super pitched battle between a tremendous number of these weird Battle Dragon things, and uh, which again, kind of look like two, two saucers, fris- two Frisbees kind of nailed together. Yeah. 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 Uh, I like that toy. You ever, you ever that to- have that toy, John, where it was like a spool? I did have a toy, John. You, have, you had a toy, John? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. The, 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 the briefcase you can poop in. <laughs> See, I was going a toy, John. It came from the uh, action figures from my, uh, Pretty Woman. Oh. This is my toy, John. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, you, that, that toy that was like a spool, a magnetic spool and like a wire. Oh, yeah. That handle. Yeah. That's what Hapen Battle Dragons look like is that spool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing is, it goes around and around. Yeah, and it goes fun. And it's like weirdly satisfying. So weirdly satisfying. I don't know why. Yeah. But I could just sit there for so long to be like, yep. And back we oh, go. Okay. And up again. Up around the little part again. of the J. <laughs> and on the outside and on the inside. I wonder if there are kids out there who have literally no idea what we're talking about because that toy has died. I assume <laughs> at least several people listening right now are like, what the fuck? And the rest of them are going, oh my God, that thing. I love that I thing. I want one of those right now. <laughs> I am 50 years old and I will play with that for hours right now. The other half of our listeners are like, oh my God, they're going on about hoops and sticks again. <laughs> Hey, remember when we used to play kick the can? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we had we, we except cans weren't invented yet, so we were kicking a woven basket. Well, yeah, can was a derogatory term for an immigrant at that time, <laughs> mostly the Polish. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the uh, the fight goes down, and it turns out that uh, fucking Zinge is there in yeah. in his big battle cruiser. Destroyer, star, viper, (laughs) crunchy. (laughs) It's, I don't even know. It's an executor class, I think. Oh, uh, that that makes it a a super class, because the executor was a super class star destroyer. Oh, yeah, it's a super star destroyer. He's got his own super star destroyer, which means it's 11 miles long, I think. No, it was 11 kilometers long. Yeah. So it's very unmistakable. And at this point, Han takes over and he's like, I hate this so much. Hey, buddy, you got to let me take over because- Zinge. I want Zinge. I'm going to- fucking kills Zinge, and Luke is like, oh, murder's cool, yeah, when you do it, no one cares, you don't have the force, anyway, have at. Yeah, because he turns around, he's like, okay, your majesty, and then the book has to be like, and there was no trace of irony in Luke's voice when he said that obviously stupid thing. 
<laughs> it, Luke totally meant to call Han your majesty and not being sarcastic. That was just a speech impediment. <laughs> okay, your majesty, he says, getting out of the seat from the Falcon. And then Han gets in it and with a leg broken in three places, which the book mentions, flies in on the Star Destroyer. Yeah, flies in and he's like, ooh, here, watch this. I'm going to pretend... Like, I don't want to be next to it, but I do want to be next to it. And then when we're sitting next to each other, I'm going to slide my hand over and our hands are going to touch. And then when our eyes lock, I'm going to ask it to convince Princess Leia to marry me. (laughs) (laughs) So it chases after some uh, fucking TIE fighters. That's the name of those things. Oh, uh, by it, you mean... The uh, Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon, yeah. Because his his actual speech to Luke is hilarious. He's like, the secret to chasing a Star Destroyer is you got to mosey on in on it. Don't look like you're trying to come right for it. Just just go around. Cut a hole in the bottom of a popcorn barrel <laughs> and then fly through that. Casual. <laughs> uh, so his big plan is when he gets near, a tractor beam hits the Millennium Falcon. He's like, ooh, sweet. I'm going to prime up our last two missiles mm-hmm. and I'm going to wait. And he waits until they get within the shields and once they've gotten through the shields, he fires missiles into the fucking. Uh, well, he calls the tractor beam. He calls Zinj on the phone too. Oh well, he has to do that afterwards. Oh, okay. Because it's once he does that, he's like, "Great, now I'm up in the shields, mm-hmm. so I can fly around there." And now I've got a priority red alert for Zinj, and Zinj gets on the line. Is like. Yes, this is Zinge. Hello. Hello, Zinge here. Have you seen my private torturer? <laughs> Love that man. Ah, Melvar. I've watched him torture 46 elephants. Sigh. <laughs> uh, and of course, Han just has to be like, Hey, it's Han Solo. Fuck it, I'm in here and you kissed my Wookiee. You remember when I said that? And that was an insult? Anyway... Missiles. Yes, I do recall that. Where is your Wookiee? <laughs> I would so like to kiss him. <laughs> I'd like to give him a big slapper on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> kiss can't find Chewbacca. He's not here. Chewbacca, meanwhile, is, Back. I assume, still on Dathomir and just <laughs> declined to even join him. I'm sure he's on the ship because it might be a one-way flight and they may not come back to Dathomir, but I guarantee you he's just sitting at the Dejaric table just playing video games. <laughs> he's like, oh, sweet, a charger. <laughs> I, was, I was at 14%, you guys. Oh, God. <laughs> Real lifesaver. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, no, I don't want to participate in the ship flying. I thought Luke did that. I thought he had Harn. Harn, you guys. <laughs> oh, I mean Harn. Harn. <laughs> so, yeah. Fucking uh, <laughs> Solo gets to have his final little say, and then he shoots missiles at the cockpit of the Star Destroyer. That's which... like shooting things at the cockpit of New Jersey. <laughs> this thing is so big, it's so dumb that he's just like, yes, you have to sneak up on it. But sneak up on it, it's it's a flying island. Yeah, but since I hit the cockpit, now all the controls are down, which means all the shields are also down? Also, that's definitely where Zinj was. Yeah, so like... he definitely kills Zinj, and then a bunch of, like, Hapen cruisers just open up on the ship that's still intact. It just can't do anything. Right. So right. they blow it the fuck up just to make sure. Yeah, no, they blow up the super star, uh, the super star destroyer. That stupid star destroyer. That stupid, stupid... Uh, the Iron Fist is a stupid star destroyer. It's true. It's also a terrible first season of television. It's also true. 
I don't care about Meachums. I just, you can't make me. <laughs> uh, they I, never are going to have any cool powers. I don't have any cool powers. I'm just named Ward Meacham, and I'm kind of irritating. Huh? <sighs> yeah. So anyhow, uh, at this point, Isolder ca- contacts Captain started to kind of figure out what the shit's going on. But before that, Han is re- exultant in his defeat of uh, Warlord Zinj. He's like, it's finally over. I realize now that I need a massage real bad because my st- my uh, arms and shoulders are all knotted up from not having been able to kill this guy. Yeah, we've been fighting this guy for so long, and, you know, it's it's not like everything's going to fall apart overnight, but, but uh, yeah, fucking good. Yeah. Good. But I can't take pleasure in killing a man. That's dumb. But it is important that I killed that man. It's real good that I did. Now, at this point, Leia comes up behind him and starts massaging his big shoulders with her thin hands, according to the book. Uh, and also, he's like, ooh, Han. Han, you did it. And he's like, no, nah, man, I mean, he's dead, but I think Zinja's holds out, so be around for a while. Also, Han, remember that deal I made to spend seven days with you on Dathomir to see if I love you? And he's like, ugh, uh, oh, God, that... Ugh, I feel so stupid. Uh, this is like seeing the text I sent last night. No, I, you know what? This is a mistake. It's I, I'm sorry. I Let's just you. get you home. I release, and she's like, "But it worked. I love you, you big old rascal of a man. Oh, kidnap me again. Huh? Uh, you've kidnapped my heart and <laughs> unconsensually taken it from me. <laughs> you've shot me with the hapen gun of marriage." <laughs> Which, I mean, also exists. The Hapen people are just the worst. Big on guns. <laughs> big on big on non-con. <laughs> okay, so uh, the, the two of them kiss, and we have to cut to a soldier's point of view for it, so we can be like, hmm, yes, yes, they're good at kissing. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. Mm. Daddy. But I'm definitely not jealous of this, because I've moved on. I like that constantly naked 19-year-old down there on the planet, the one with the scarred-up boob. Yeah, and uh, we get a final scene of Dathomir where the Queen Mother Ta'a Chume herself is on planet, and Isolder gets to be like, hey, yo, uh, I'm marrying this uh, dirty barbarian. <laughs> Random native I found. <laughs> and uh, As far as you know, I've met two women. I'm marrying the second one. <laughs> so uh, go fuck yourself. And she's like, how dare you? I'm the queen mother. And Luke's just like, hey, uh, you want to you wanna tell your son who sent those uh, assassins after him? He doesn't use any force powers. Really. He's like, hey, who, who sent those assassins? And she's like, mm, I did. I assume this was back when they had their dinner. Mm-hmm. Like Luke must have found that out then. Yeah, he probably just mind read her when he asked if he could see her eyes. Yeah. So uh, so that happened a long, long time ago, seven or, seven or so episodes back. He asked to see her eyes beyond the veil, and I'm sure at that point he was like, ah, I have mind-read you because this book is all about non-consensual. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good. <laughs> yes, I'm up in your brain meats, and mm. there's nothing you can do about it. Mm, yes, I'm a Jedi, indeed. I've stolen all of your secrets, mm-hmm. and there's nothing you could do. Yes. It's too late. I've seen it all. Also, I've seen your panties. <laughs> oh, how ribbled. Ugh. So, yeah, she's like, oh, fine, fuck it. Yeah, I sent some assassins after Princess Leia. Because she's a penniless pacifist from a blown-up planet. 
I do not want her to be the queen. She is a pacifist, and being a pacifist is I mean, what the past ruler did, and it's why we got taken over by the Empire. It's weird how that's the weakness she mentions. She's like, in 4,000 years, we've always been warlike. But here's the thing that I'm that she says it's actually a good point is, fine, if Leia marries you, then we are, we are an independent uh, colony of planets for as long as I'm alive. Because the moment she's in charge, she's just going to sign up with the New Republic. Yeah. But also, she's a pacifist. Everyone's like, that's the part I'd like to focus on, please. 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 Can we just talk about the pacifist comment and not the perfectly reasonable first thing you said? Yeah, not the point where you were like, by the way, we've always been yeah. independent. 4,000 year history. We chafed under the rule of the Empire, and now that we're free, we don't want to just immediately give our shit over to some other empire. And he's like, but the first woman I was supposed to marry was a pacifist. Yes, I had her killed. And my brother, yes, I had him killed. Yeah, pretty much everyone is dead because of me. I, I just murder everyone. It's yeah, like- that, it's just this long list. And then this is the the moment for, this is Tenennial caught, uh, ca- or Tenennial Joe. Sorry, I almost named her daughter. <laughs> Tenennial uh, Joe. Tenennial Joe shows up and is like, well, I'm not a pacifist. I'll beat your fucking face in, you dumb old lady. Yeah, if you try to do anything to me, I'll fucking murder you. And she shows her by like beating up all of her guards well, and no, pushing her against the wall. saying you will murder the Queen Mother yeah. is uh, punishable by execution. Yeah. So the guards and the Queen are all like, oh, well, fuck you. And she just like force crushes the blaster that the queen mother has mm-hmm. and then slams all the guards into the wall and is like hey fuck you lady <laughs> you want to send assassins after me you little bitch let's go let's do this and uh Isolder's like see you you said you didn't want to be uh ruled by spoonbenders but look now our kids are going to be spoonbenders and i'm like stop it stop making the force dynastic uh, I, I hope they're. Ki- except I, I know full well that their kid is a force user. Her name is Tenel Ka, and she's terrible. Ugh, boo! <laughs> but uh, fucking boo! <laughs> she has a lightsaber, and the horn is made of a rancor tooth. Boo! <laughs> Star Wars, goddammit. it! <laughs> I think she ends up dating Jason Solo for a while. I don't remember. Yeah, if but who didn't? Oh yeah, Jason Solo got around. Around. He also dated Lobaka. <laughs> Lobot. <laughs> yeah, Lobot, kind of an age queen, but everyone's into it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's basically the end of that. Uh, Isolder is going to marry her, marry Tenennial Joe, mm-hmm. and uh, Leia's going to marry Han Solo. Yeah, and we cut to chapter 27, which is indeed the wooing, of the marriage of Princess Leia. And it's just Luke getting lost. <laughs> so. So Luke is several hours late to the wedding, so he misses a bunch of pre-ceremony crap because the taxi driver he hired took him to the Alderanian envoy and not the Alderanian one. Which, what? (laughs) Like, (laughs) if you're Luke Skywalker, hero of the Republic, Mm -hmm. you're in your, you know, wedding best, Mm -hmm. and you're like, I need to go to the Alderanian embassy for a wedding. And the guy's like, Alderanian Embassy it is! And it's apparently hours away! (laughs) And one, you don't notice this. You're like, oh yeah, I see we're driving in the opposite direction that we need to go. That's fine. Too busy checking various lizards for force breath. Oh yeah, Yeah. he's just sitting there like, ooh, the gum in this cab is part of the force. (laughs) Oh, Uh, the in-screen entertainment on this cab is part of the force. And it's terrible. (laughs) Uh, So... (laughs) I just, what cab drivers like? Yep, Alderanians. You've never heard of them, and they don't matter. Here they you come go. From the planet Alderine. Uh, I could have seen this if it had been a Tatooinean thing, because then it could have been like, oh yeah, Dantooine, no problem. I got you, boss. 
but apparently there's a whole species of little insect people called the Alderinians. Great. I hope Luke had a fun time at their at their council, though. I do hope so. That he showed up and they're like, I don't know, Luke Skywalker. Holy shit! Uh, and he's in his Sunday best. Wow, <laughs> the master! <laughs> I have been chosen. <laughs> uh, sorry, little guys. I'm gonna. Oh. I'm, I'm just gonna leave you here. I gotta go. No, no, <laughs> the master. <laughs> what is your business? Oh, <laughs> so. He ends up at the wedding a little late. He runs into C-3PO outside the wedding. And 3PO is losing his shit. He's like, oh, oh, I fucked up. Oh, I fucked up real bad. Oh, the hooker is dead from the bachelor party, Master Luke. <laughs> Very bad things are happening. Also, that was a terrible film. Why are you referencing it? <laughs> uh, but no, he's messed up. And he's like, oh, it turns out that M- M- Master Solo's actually not royalty. His... His great-grandfather was a pretender to the throne. Yeah, uh, great-uncle Coral Solo was a pretender to the throne, which is weird because the first thing he was like, oh, yes, he's the son of a deposed and evil king. And it was like, I feel like deposing is even one step worse than, you know... I was a guy who wanted the throne pre- rather than I was a guy who was kicked off the throne for being too much of a dickbag. Yeah, I think between the two of them, the the, the one who's been who was a pretender at least actually ruled for a while, legitimately by bloodline or not. <laughs> I mean, the pretender to the throne, you got to think, all right, well, he at least wasn't told you are not allowed to be the ruler of this planet. Yeah, but apparently it, the wedding has to be called off immediately because a slight change in the weird genealogy of <laughs> King Solo has been found. And <laughs> fucking Luke is like, oh, yeah, obviously, 3PO, if you could just follow me into this closet and shove nerd. <laughs> Turns him off and closes the door. <laughs> yep, that's literally what happens. Luke turns C-3PO off and hides him in a closet. <laughs> Great. Uh, hey, 3PO, why don't you just stay in here and write a long song about how uh, Han almost got the throne? <laughs> huh? How about that? Han Solo. What an almost king Solo. <laughs> uh, and then we get to see the final... Nuptials. Yeah, in a huge, huge the- auditorium made of uwa trees. Uwa, uwa trees. Uwa trees. Uwa, what's this trees? <laughs> and a thousand people are there, but the only people that get mentioned are uh, Isolder and Tenennial. Yep, because they get to they get to sit in the front row, right next to R two D two. Good. Chewbacca, not mentioned. not mentioned. I have to assume he's not even the best man. I, I, my guess is that he's standing on the dais to just roar when he doesn't get a medal. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I uh, pronounce you man and wife. And he just turns and goes, <laughs> I mean, obviously he's the best man at the wedding, but come on. He doesn't even get a mention. <laughs> God damn it, book. Ugh. Chewbacca, where are, where, wherefore art thou Chewbacca? Indeed, why is he Chewbacca? Chewbacca do, where are you? <laughs> Here. Chewy, chewy, do. Where are you? <laughs> Man, I kind of want to write that whole song out. <laughs> kind of want to do that. Uh, but yeah. It, we got so, some imps to kill now. So, uh, Isolder is sitting right there in the front row with what that flower from the very beginning of the book in his lap. The one that's purple and the, uh, I think it's called Deloradel or something like that. I don't it's know. It's the flower that was... Uh, it's put when it dries, it dries around its own seed, so it turns into a little baby rattle. And you're supposed to give one to people on their first night of being married, so that they can have kids. Yeah. So it, that he's there with the flower from his own tra- uh, traditional backstory, and Tenennial is just sitting there like, "Heck yeah, I'm a, I'm a badass 
kind of evil Jedi lady. What's up? You let me loose on the universe, you dumb shits. Yeah, I'm kind of dark side. What's up now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, uh, Isolder's last uh, comment to his mom before she left the planet, uh, Isol- or Dathomir, was, oh, and last thing, mom, we're joining the New Republic. Now. Yeah. And she's like, mm, fine. <laughs> Whatever. And there you have it. And that's the book. Uh, I guess Leia turns around and smiles at Luke, and she has diadems in her veil, and she's so happy, perhaps the most full of joy anyone could be. Uh, or the fact, most happiest I've ever seen her. Yeah, with the highest amount of joy. Perhaps she was as filled with joy as anyone could be. As as you possibly could be. Yeah, being di- uh, being married to your pr- re- recent kidnapper. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's the book. That's the whole book. That's the entirety of that book. That's the book from start to finish. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Now, mm-hmm. we will, of course, be doing a wrap-up episode, as we always do. Yeah, we'll discuss our thoughts, our feelings, our innermost desires. How hungry we are. Our little button decanters or whatever it was. <laughs> Deca- decanators. <laughs> God damn it. Didn't Little that. button decanters. <laughs> it's getting dumber every it's time. It's getting worse all the time. <laughs> Speaking of getting worse all the time, we have bonus content coming. <laughs> if you support us at the $2 or more level on Patreon.com slash System Mastery, you get access to our bonus content. Mm-hmm. We've the- got every fucking week bonus content yeah it's way too much we should have made that bi-weekly it or don't monthly matter or something we should have it's too late though the, it, <laughs> the it's too late the you get to cannot, reap the whirlwind the gate cannot be shut we make seven on average seven episodes of bonus content every month what are we doing here? why did we do that it's too much it's too much it's too no no one could possibly be listening to everything we make no one could possibly enjoy listening to our shitty voices that much. It's insane to me. But yeah, for the $2 level, you unlock at least six of those bonus content episodes, uh, including these, where we go on Wikipedia, we find crazy stories from Wikipedia, we come back and tell them to each other, and it's all a very fun time. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Now, if you feel like supporting us at a higher level and making our dreams come true, ooh-woo, uh, then all you have ooh-woo. to- ooh <laughs> You make my dreams come true. Ooh-woo. I love that that song's in what is that trochaic tetrameter or whatever the same the same meter as the uh, Ducktales song. Yep. And also Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is why those are the songs that get stuck in your head. Yeah. And I believe also the dialogue that the witches speak in Hamlet. <laughs> also that. Yeah. Was it a bubble, bubble, toil and trouble, fire, burn and cauldron, bubble? See, it works. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, uh, to get that bonus content, go to Patreon.com/slash/SystemMastery and. Support us. At the $2 or $5 levels. The $5 level gets you the Afterthought podcast, which, it's good. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's back in, in bonus content form. <laughs> and you can join it. Mm-hmm. You can also join our Discord. If you go to Twitter, you can find us there as System Mastery, of course. Mm-hmm. And pinned is the link to our Discord. Now, you go on there. If you are a patron, you get a special color if you link your Patreon and your Discord. Yeah, or if you just send us a message. Yeah, well, you know, either way. Yeah, well, and that lets you get access to our patrons-only channel, and at the Fiverr Up, you get access to the Afterthought channel as well, where you can ask us questions. Which we will answer. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, unless you ask us like 40. Well, then yeah. we'll ask like one of, answer like one of them. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're rich. Rich. And then, God so, damn it. So many questions. So many questions. <laughs> I love you, buddy. <laughs> You're great, but Jesus. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> no, why are we calling out our fans? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, 
We are on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on fucking Reddit. We're everywhere. You can find us. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You want to be. Yeah, we're on Visa cards. We're on <laughs> MasterCards. <laughs> not American Express, though. No, yeah, I'm not, sorry. But yes, Discover, weirdly Oddly enough. Oddly Discover. Yeah, and, and still Diners Club, even though that, that doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you like your jokes, well-aged. <laughs> Come to System Mastery. Well and truly aged. <laughs> Cave-aged jokes right here. Our jokes are full of maggots and they're ready for consumption. <laughs> oh, like that that South American cheese. Yep, oh. that's what I was going for. Ugh, it's so creepy. It's real nasty. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, until we see you again with that wrap-up episode uh, next week, I've been Elan Bagiano, <laughs> And I love Button decanters. <laughs> Little button decanters. Little button decanters. <laughs> Tiny George Carlin's with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>